This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, brought to you by the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Thank you to our sponsor, 223 Agency, a digital relations firm helping you maximize and develop your digital footprint. Check them out on the web at 223agency.com. Without further ado, enjoy this episode of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Sue Dick, and I'm president and CEO of the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Very excited today to have Laura Johnson with us. So Laura and I go back all the way to our years in Miami. So she's a fellow Miamian. But many of you I know probably know about Laura and her great company, Cotton Colors. But you're hopefully today we'll learn a little bit more of not only where the company has been, but most importantly, what she and her team are doing to move forward. So I want to welcome Laura Johnson, founding artist and CEO for Cotton Colors. And as I said, she's headquartered here in Tallahassee. Um, Many of you, as I said before, know the story probably. Her journey started with her mom taking her to art classes and moved through, um, I think, a ping pong table in a garage to a studio to your headquarters here in Tallahassee. So Laura, welcome. Thank you for being here. We're excited to learn a little bit more about your company. Well, thank you, Sue. I always enjoy talking to you. I know we you mentioned we go way back, and boy, do we ever, but it's always a joy, and I appreciate all you do for the business community in Tallahassee, for sure. Well, thank you, Laura, um, and the feeling is very mutual. So maybe, um, if you can, talk about the company, talk about your flagship store locations, just maybe for our listeners to really know real time what Cotton Colors is up to and, and how strong you are in the marketplace. Wonderful. Well, I would love to, I always love to talk about cotton colors, so I'll try to keep it um, a little briefer than normal. But we started over 20 years ago in the Tallahassee community where I just found that my passion for um, entertaining and gathering people around a table and um, just having fun together and celebrating created a line of products that I um, started making and selling. I've always loved to make things, but I also really love the whole process of merchandising and marketing and selling it. And the products were very so well received everywhere I took them to and and sold them, they they bought them. So I figured I had a business. And so we kind of grew it from there. My daughters, I have three girls. My sister has three girls. Um, And we started back then and they were really the inspiration as they grew through life. We had different celebrations to to um, enjoy together as a family. And they inspired me all this time to really design the product line. And the product line is very easy for us to develop and has been over the 20 years. It's definitely morphed into many different opportunities, but it really is focused on the things that we use. Um, So it's easy for us. And now 20 some odd years later, the company we have now is really very heavily rooted in retail. We have now four flagship stores, it's interesting to say that, um, but one located here in Tallahassee, the very first one that grew alongside of our studio with us and finally broke apart maybe 15 years ago to be its own retail store. And they carry all of our full line of um, fun tableware and ornaments and gifts and all kinds of wonderful things that we create. And also we have a store in Tampa, Florida and one in Atlanta. Um, and then the re- that's really the retail side. And also we have a robust website that sells our entire line as well, which is lots of fun to do. We've had a website, I think from the very beginning of websites. So 
definitely <laughs> um, changed throughout the years. Um, but we also have a wholesale business. That's really our biggest um, opportunity because our products are thankfully shown in over 3,000 stores nationwide. We sell them to large corporations, lots of department stores, as well as many, many small boutiques all sprinkled all over. So it's a lot of fun. I have a lot of different um, views and different people that I've met and work with every day um, that have different needs that we try to meet and fulfill. But that's kind of it in a nutshell. It's um, products that we just design and make and things that we love ourselves with lots of color and, and pattern play, um, but things that are very functional as well. Well, you've, you know, you, um, you've got a lot of different opportunities. I know we were just talking earlier, November 12th, you opened up a new flagship store in Tampa. Yeah. I think, you know, significance of that in the middle of COVID, which means you did not plan for it, but maybe let the listeners know a little bit about that store and what that process was like for you as well. Well, wonderful. We had actually have a flagship store, Cotton Colors um, flagship store in Tampa, and it's been there well over 15 years as well. It's a little tiny, um, small gift store set, uh, found in South Tampa, um, and it's just one of those little engines that could and just keeps on going. Um, but last year, our landlord came to us because a opportunity arose right next, literally right next door. And for the past few years, we found that our product line and collections within our product line really started to form their own identities. We had a really popular concept that I created many years ago called Happy Everything. And it's a concept type brand. Um, and it really grew up throughout the years that we've been doing it into really finding that it has its own brand identity, its own collectors and its own audience. So we split the two brands a couple years ago. Some of you may have recognized that we're doing something different. We had a lot of questions about that. But we wanted Happy Everything to have its own life, almost like two sister brands together. So we did that a few years ago. And with this opportunity right next door in Tampa, we really grabbed it and said, finally, we have a great physical space that we can actually set up an entire Happy Everything store um, right next door to its sister brand, Cotton Colors. Um, so we signed the lease in January. We started doing the renovation right away, did the planning, et cetera, we're real excited, and then COVID hit. So we were shut down quite a bit and had to struggle a little bit through the um, fun finds of getting people in there safely to do the work. Um, and postponed our grand opening. We'd hoped to open, do a grand opening in July, but we postponed it to November and just had it. And fortunately, we needed that much time to finish it. It took us a lot longer than, than it normally would to do a build out. But um, we were so excited to get it done and we really wanted to invite everybody down. And we've had lots of people travel from all over on their way through Florida um, to come visit us already. It's only been open a week and a half, um, but that was very exciting. So now we have two flagship stores, one within our sister brand, Happy Everything. And then we renovated um, and there's renovations still ongoing for the cotton color. So it was a great leap of faith, but we kicked it off in a, in a fun way and um, we're thrilled that it's open. Well, and you touched on um, really the COVID-19, I think for so many business owners, you know, maybe you can share a little bit on how obviously COVID has impacted your 2020 business model. And then how are you preparing for 2021 with this still kind of hanging over us? I know. I sure wish it would just go away. It would be they have a whole lot of <laughs> worry and concern and talk. And that's for certain if we could just know. Um, but I think there is hope on the horizon. And as I tell our crew almost every day, this too will end. We just don't know when, but it will. And there's hope on the horizon as we see it now. But who would have ever thought, number one, when COVID hit, 
um, what we were facing, I certainly didn't expect it to last through the summer. And if I had known then that it would have, I probably would have panicked. Um, but I really am funny because I really don't worry about things I can't control um, until I have to. So I'm kind of, that's like a self-preservation or something. I certainly have a lot of worry in life, but I don't really try to take on and tackle things that I have absolutely no control over. And somebody asked me the other day, we all had to kind of give our forecast of what we thought was going to happen next year. And I said, I absolutely have no idea. But one of the things that I have been so surprised and looking back is, is having gone through this as so many of us have is incredible where we are today. I would have never expected the results um, to have ended up the way that they are. We have had you know, of course, challenges. We sell to small mom and pops who have been challenged throughout. But it's really interesting because those are the the guts and the glory people. They really, they really pivot. They really know how to get things done, and they have and have thrived throughout. Um, thankfully, very few people. You know, in the very beginning, when things were so unknown and stores were shut, they were challenged, of course but they had to figure it out and they, boy, are they ever figuring it out. And in our team, I couldn't be more proud of our crew who have really adapted to the changing environment where they've had to reach out in different ways to our customers. And, you know, first off, it was just how are you and what can we do to help? And even now we're still reaching out with those questions, but it's really interesting because it maybe I think it's our industry. They just love to celebrate, whether it's through Zoom meetings and happy hours now safely, um, or if it's just these occasions still happen, weddings are different now. Uh, we're facing this this week with Thanksgiving, but there's people that are still wanting to celebrate regardless of what that means, if it's in person or not. And just to find some happiness um, there and, and gifting and just um, being together in whatever form and fashion that is, just still people just like it and they, it just makes them happy to do so. So we've been very fortunate with that. Well, I mean, you think about it, what a great brand, strong brand name you have, Happy Everything. I mean, you know, you just underline it, bold it, right? There's a lot, yeah, exactly. Now for 2021, I would probably say what I think in business is so, is so fascinating because of course, never in our lifetime, my lifetime anyway, that we've ever had a, something hit the entire world that has made the entire world adapt all at one time. Um, I've always been very driven to change models. I love change. I love to do things better, look for new opportunities. Technology is one of those things. I mean, I would have loved to have our salespeople be able to sell and present our products over Zoom. How efficient is that? That would have been a very difficult thing in our world with busy shop owners and getting their attention. And now this technology, it seemed everybody in the whole world understands it and, and learned it. And that's just an opportunity to reconnect in a different way that gets us in front of our customers quicker and faster and in person. I mean, usually it's over the phone, it's a little bit more personal. You can't get to every place in the old model of driving to our stores. We still have visits in our stores, but the being able to visually see people and see what's going on in their store is in, in, our, in our product line and our showrooms, visually having that connection all at once made people kind of get all onto the same page. So looking forward to seeing what opportunities, that has certainly brought us opportunities this year and being able to continue to sell our products visually. Um, our product is a visual product, but also um, going forward and seeing what that does for us. Well, and I know you you talk a lot with other CEOs, not just in your industry field, but just other CEOs. Um, so peel off the COVID piece or you can leave it on it if you'd like, but 
I mean, what's the one thing you wish you had known before you'd started your company? Oh gosh, I, <laughs> it's how hard it would be, <laughs> how long it takes, how, you know, you don't just get there and arrive and you don't, don't expect it to happen that quickly. I, you see a lot of success stories. And of course I have a lot of success stories throughout the years of doing it. But I think a personality who is an entrepreneurial spirit is never, has never achieved it kind of thing. They're always chasing it. And I think that's just what drives my type of personality as a CEO and definitely a CEO of an entrepreneurial business. Um, that's what I think what's surprising. I, I guess I figured it would be easier as it got, yeah. as <laughs> the longer we were at it, but it certainly doesn't seem to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you hate to use the word failure, but we've all had some failures along the way. Can you think about the biggest fail failure you had? You know, you had asked me this question um, before, mm -hmm. I think, in a previous, yeah. maybe it was, maybe I just read it in the um, email that you sent, but I really had a hard time trying to figure this one out. And I probably need to reach out to my crew because they're really good at reminding me of the failures that, that I pr probably were my big ideas. And one of those was, um, I had this great idea to do our product. We did these adorable vases and I really wanted to get into the Valentine's um, industry. And I said, what the heck? I mean, these men love buying happy everything products. And so I said, why don't we sell, sell them flowers, roses to go with, um, our, with the vases? And we'll do all this pre-order. We're gonna make billions of dollars and it's gonna be great. So we basically figured out, we sourced a whole farm in um, Ecuador, had these unbelievably beautiful grade A roses flown in, you know, air freighted in, and we were dealing with fresh live flowers. And we absolutely have no business knowing how <laughs> to handle and how much time and effort and expense it takes to deal with live flowers. Um, so that would probably be, and I would say my um, COO would be delighted to listen to this because she likes to remind me about the flowers. She really had the, for the brunt of that work workload, but probably wouldn't advise getting into the live flower business at the highest um, purchasing time of the year when it's cold, uh, it's not a good idea. So uh, okay. we made it through, but that would probably be our biggest failure. But I still think that idea has legs. I just don't want to be involved in having to do the shipping of them. So that's perfect. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think when we do these, it's always great because um, as you said, it's never, you never really realize how hard it is, but you got to keep your personality and Every CEO is a person at heart and a family person. So, you know, this is a little, one of those unusual questions. If you could step in my shoes, what would you ask yourself that I didn't or haven't asked you already? I think I would probably break it down to the three, what are the three things you absolutely must do and pay attention to? Okay. Um, what are, find them. I mean, every business is different, but pick three things in, in, most CEOs have those in mind and they watch them very carefully, but just narrow down the vision and the checks and balances to three things that you can easily track and ask what those three things would be is what I would probably ask. That's what I would ask. What are the three things you pay attention to or what are okay. the three things that are most important? So as we sit here today, what are the, what are the three things that, that you're focused on within the company? I tend to really worry about and I say I don't worry, but I, this is the kind of worry that I do have is, is the health and well-being of our crew. 
Um, we are all a very, we are very family based. So we have a lot of family members that work there and we are also extremely driven people, all of us. And we warn people who come join us and walk through the door. I take them through a very robust series of emails. I mean, of interviews um, to try to warn them of that. Um, but I also know that that's what drives me and my family and they're happily doing that. But I want to be sure that the balance is there for them, that they don't, that they are happily balanced, that we have a lot of mothers that work for us. They have a lot of demands at home. So I really, really worry about the health and well-being of a healthy balance, which I always laugh at. There's no balance, but that the, that the workload isn't too tremendous for them, that they're happy in, in finding success in their world. Um, working with us um, as well as in home and having time away. Okay, great. Well, your company is wonderful. So glad you're in Tallahassee. So if our listeners want to connect online, how can they do that? And, and coming up to the end of the year within the holiday season, anything else that you want to make sure that you encourage them to think about? I think um, I would love for them to shop in our stores located in Tallahassee, Tampa, and Atlanta. Actually come in and see the product. We have uh, masks are required, but there is lots of protocols in place to keep you safe doing that if you're feeling comfortable. Of course, we're happy to help you online. We have two actual websites, happyeverything.com, and there's a dash between happy and everything, and then cotton-colors.com, and there's a dash and one T in cotton. Um, and we would love for you to be able to take advantage of some of the some of the things that we provide that are really different than others. We do a lot of personalization. We've been doing some really funny personalization this year with the COVID-19 uh, COVID um, mix in there and um, lots of fun ornaments that we make that say I made it or actually have the year and people are personalizing them with their special messages that, that are funny to them this year that they want to be sure to remember or to give to others to remember. Um, we have lots of fun new product that we've never done before. We just launched an entire line of Christmas stockings and tree skirts and garland and tree toppers. And it's already almost sold out. So it's been very well received, but that's been joy. I love working with new materials and Kyle, my daughter, who is our lead creative director who designs the line now just had so much fun and blew it out of the park. And we had some great artisans make the work and it's just, I'm very, very proud of it. Um, so there's lots of fun new holiday dishes and just fun things that, and I love seeing what people choose because our line, what I love about our line is that you can, you can pull together various different things that really create your own. We try to really, really um, liven up the inner designer and everybody and make it easy because you can kind of just create your own look very easily. So we hope you'll have fun and just come and play and, and see um, we're the here for yet, whatever it is that you're looking for, for the holiday season, we're happy to ship it to you, give wrap it for you, personalize it for you, um, deliver it even. So just come on, we're here waiting for you. Well, thanks, Laura. Love what you all do. Thanks for spending the time with us. Say hi to the family for us and I, keep doing I, what you're doing. And same to you, Sue. Have a great season. As well. Huh?